I'm gay-ish. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gay-ish. The podcast known for its aggressive, if not controversial, stance on talking. We support it. We like it. <laughs> That's controversial? Yeah. It's... Well, for some people, it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> everyone but us, listen, <laughs> and we're going to talk now. That's our position. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We are going to talk about what you, the listeners, or at least the ones in our Facebook, Facebook group, uh, voted on, which is superheroes. Superheroes. So thank you for all the ideas. Sorry to Dan Garlington that we are not talking about spilling wine on yourself, although I could do that episode <laughs> in my Solo. sleep and it would last five hours because I have a lot to say about that. You're very good at it. I just, like, just so we're clear. I mean, okay, my boyfriend, Jack, who's who is your my boyfriend? boyfriend? Uh-huh. He was like, oh, were you drinking wine today? And I was like, no. And like, then he pointed to a spill on my shirt. And I was like, uh, that's that's just been there. Yeah. It's gotten worse. Okay, but not, anyway, we can not talk about that. He also said you were clumsy. You seemed incredulous about that. I, <laughs> I, I cannot be confined to operating in the standard <laughs> arenas in which human beings need to operate my limbs are birds that like to fly free as if uninhibited by the bounds of my body and you can take that to the bank stop looking at me and talk remember we support talking you have to be part of that oh god okay uh so but first but for oh wait what okay i'm gonna go first okay um because uh, we now have a Patreon page. We do have a Patreon page. It is surprisingly. People are giving us money. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> we we support it. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to. Um, it is not surprisingly. Patreon.com slash. I was about to say slash group slash gay. No, that's Facebook. Uh, Patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we wanted to call out a couple people because that's one of the benefits. So thank you to Kean Hazen and Jerome York. Do you know how to say, are you sure it's Kian? You know, I looked up pronunciations online so that I could, it said that uh, C-I-A-N was pronounced Kian. So did we ask if we could say their names? I mean, that's part of the benefits. So I think if we, they, if they gave money and we were saying like, we'll say your name on the air. I feel like that's, that's part of the agreement. All right, thanks, Kian and Dave. <laughs> We're still barely working out a few of the kings. On, Kevin, Kian, Kian, and Jerome. Jerome. Yes, uh, those aren't the only ones that. Thank you for your money. Thank- <laughs> We're gonna have to get better at like <laughs> saying things. Expressing gratitude Thank is you not my strong suit. For giving us things, please keep doing it and tell more people to do it. And we had other people that supported it, but they don't get their fucking name said. Yeah. Because that's all the levels. Just like the, what what's that guy's name? Just like society. <laughs> just Takes money just to like make money. Just like Mario. <laughs> levels. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da-da. With that sound, <laughs> we've got news. Great. News? Yeah. News. 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 Okay, so recently a very terrible person was elected president of Brazil. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say America. <laughs> well, very recent it's still uh, in recent memory it is so, okay it brazil is. yes although it feels like 
Uh, he was elected a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like, this is the longest presidency in terms it's, of subjective passage of time yeah. ever. Yep. A hundred percent. Okay. But tell us about other horrible things. Uh, uh, Jair Bolsonaro. Um, you did not look that up beforehand like I did with Kian. And I hope that's his name. So I'm going to keep saying that. I mean, I okay. I assume it's Jair. He's, I mean, it's Brazil, so it's Portuguese. So I assume a J is a huh sound. It's J-A-I-R, Jair, right? I know Spanish, which I don't think that all the pronunciation rules carry over. Spanish is great because letters are just what they sound like, and there's one sound, except sometimes you. This is this is the pronunciation podcast brought to you by Meek and Kelly. But <laughs> doesn't sometimes a D make a duh, and sometimes it makes a the sound? Oh, that's like the diet. Like that's you know Argentinian versus Spain versus Mexico. You're a dialect. Anyway, <laughs> so this Bolsonaro cat was uh, elected president before he takes office, which he's widely known to be a right wing whack job, crazy ass. Yeah, the world is doing pretty good at electing nationalist wackos. Yep. Uh, for instance, he said once, quote, yes, I'm homophobic and very proud of it. Well, at least sometimes we have, like, e- even Pence will, like, pretend he's cool with it. Right. Or at the very least, just shut up. Yeah. Or, like, email Adam Rippon or whatever. Anyway, there was a mass same-sex wedding in Brazil specifically <gasps> scheduled for now before this dude becomes president. So 38 oh. same-sex couples, 76 people got married in Sao Paulo a couple of days ago, nice. Saturday. Although we're in the future now, we should be mindful of that. Yeah. Like, oh, this is being recorded well before it airs. Yeah, so like it was a couple weeks ago yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, anyway. Mass wedding. Congratulations. Um. How whatever whatever Portuguese for good fucking job kids, <laughs> whatever that is. Bueno trabajo de fucking. Yeah, that's Spanish. It's close, I know. They'll probably understand you though, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's adorable. The pictures are adorable. They are just like sweet and happy and like they don't know that their lives are going to change to awful mm. <laughs> as soon as this dude takes office. Yeah, my favorite weddings are weddings born of terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next? Next. Next. Okay. Uh, do you know who Cory Booker is? No. Cory Booker is... Oh, is he that guy that like released those classified documents in the Senate thing? And then... He did do that. Okay. Yes. yes. I know one thing about him. Okay. He released classified documents <laughs> from the Senate. Which, like, ended up that, he, like, they had already approved him to release that, so he kind of made, like, a big political show out of it, which is kind of annoying. But well, anyway. Well, that is not helping the rumors that he is gay. Wait. <laughs> because he, he made a big show of it? Everyone's like, oh. You drama Drama. Queen. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, it, it, this actually has nothing to do with oh. what you're saying, but, like, I think it maybe lends credence to the idea that he's a drama queen hmm. uh, and, and therefore gay. He's single. He is uh, the junior senator from New Jersey and is single. And his entire political career has had to fight off this very strong bias against people who are single. I mean, you like you picture all the presidents have their first lady. You whenever you think of, I mean, stereotypically men like standing in front giving a speech like his wife is there like clapping behind this on the side of the stage. So we have elected single men president before. 
the most recent one was 1884, Grover Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time. It's not unprecedented, but it... <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you would think that it's the worst thing in the world to be single. Yeah. You have to be Christian and married. You have to be married Christian and married. To an opposite sex partner. And probably have kids. Yeah. To show that you're normal. I don't Get, know. Getting like, your fuck on. Yeah. Again. We like that, but you can't talk about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so he had an interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer. They were talking about his possible 2020 presidential run Hmm. and asked him about the rumors that he's gay. And he said, quote, I am heterosexual, period. He didn't say the period. The period is (laughs) the end of the sentence. Period, period. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But they've used that against him before, like when he ran for mayor in uh, newark new jersey he actually lost the first time that he ran and part of it was a smear campaign Hmm. he also has been less definitive about it before like one time uh he said to the washington post in 2013 he likes it when people think he's gay quote (laughs) uh people who think i'm gay some part of me thinks it's wonderful because i want to challenge people on their homophobia i love seeing on twitter when someone says i'm gay and i say quote so what it doesn't matter if i am so be it I hope you're not voting for me because you're making the presumption that I'm straight. Hmm. Which, like... So he's he's clearly gay, right? No. I mean, I I read that as, like, a super... Or listened to... I didn't read that. Um, listened to that as, like, a very supportive... Uh, just, why the fuck does it matter? Okay, let's pretend I am. Does that change anything? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to do better at just, like, not guessing anyone. Celebrities just... If whatever they say, they're gender orientation pronouns all that shit is i'm going by that yep so it's way less fun though (laughs) guessing but but, it's so fun yeah do it in the privacy of your home or on the podcast or Uh, (laughs) or (laughs) the privacy of this podcast (laughs) um yeah god the fact that we live in a world where that disqualifies you from being an in office is just it yeah like just the single part is enough to start rumors as if there aren't single people all the fuck over okay i'm gonna yeah yeah you can move on okay that's what i felt like you were leading to but then you moving on you had to acknowledge the last thing that i said i mean i don't have to you don't have to but you know i'm gonna edit a response in one way or another (laughs) (laughs) okay good have we recorded enough that you could just make a whole episode out of shit that we've said before? Prob- like, probably, but would I care enough to go back through and put those all together? No. Okay. It's too much time. Yeah. Sometimes I do think like, ah, shit, this doesn't make sense, or I something happened during this, so I need to find a clip of you saying no or yes or whatever, and then I'm like, yeah, I'll just do the one where my dog was throwing <laughs> up during it. It's fine. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, it probably sounds more authentic that way. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. So, on Saturday, a boxer named Patricio Manuel. Last Saturday now. Oh, God. Fucking, we're in the future again, I forgot. The the concept of podcast seemed to really confuse you for a podcast host. Hello. This is the future. This is the future when we're listening to this and you're, you are, we recorded not in the time that you're listening and also... Things are still terrible. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. 
I wasn't going to push that button until you started being lippy. <laughs> like, Is that a threat? Yeah. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I have buttons to push. That, like this one. Hey, everybody, I just muted Kyle's microphone. So now... Okay. <laughs> if I yell loudly, can you hear that I'm still he, here? He can't, he can't be heard, and it makes me happy. Okay, you're back. Okay, temporarily, temporarily. <laughs> regaining my talking privileges. Okay, super featherweight Mexican boxer Hugo Aguiar lost on Saturday to Patricio Manuel, which is important if only because Patricio is transgender. Um, a transgender boxer is the first transgender male boxer in U.S. history to fight professionally. Ooh. And, and one? And one. One professional boxing? Yes. Okay. Wow. Just no. No. The, the oh. First professional bout. Oh, okay. A trans male boxer has never boxed in U.S. professional boxing before. That happened on Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. And I, then he won. Okay. J- just a one time. Okay. Not as exciting as I thought, but still exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that boxing has just as much as any other professional sport, this huge homophobia built into it like it is not an lgbtq friendly universe professional sports aren't and yeah. and, and boxing is like the most machismo exclusionary sport you could imagine and so for there to be a trans dude to not only get to the level of their career that, that they could box but then to be successful at it i think it's pretty badass yeah you know how homophobic they are because usually large crowds of like screaming men turns me on mm-hmm. but if i see them in boxing it scares me <laughs> i think they'd beat me up and not do the better things to me yeah for sure yeah. yeah 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 um what there are lots of ideas that trans women competing in female leagues is unfair which mm-hmm. has, i've been reading some things that have like said kind of the the opposite that that's not necessarily true i need to do more reading on that but to that to go the other way to have a trans man prove that he can win in a male sport i think is really cool to help start to show that some of the gender lines are not rigorous as you know we think yeah i mean the the fear is if 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 you are i don't want to say biologically if you have a ding dong no, well, okay, okay. So testosterone makes you stronger. It makes you faster. Right. It makes you stronger. That's just that's that's a fact that we can't change, and that that's not yeah. transphobic to say. That's just how biology works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So the concern with trans women is okay. Even if you get over all of the issues that trans people have to face about, like, are you really a woman or not, and is that okay in society or not? Blah blah blah. There's still this fact that you at least were until your transition hormonally male and getting the benefits of testosterone, which we drug test cis women for testosterone and then kick them out of whatever the sport is if, if if they're taking it. So unless there's a medical reason, like I think some people have medical reasons they need to take some of those. Um, Yeah. So the thing I read was the article is literally called send this to people who think that trans women shouldn't be able to compete (laughs) and it goes through it's kind of funny it goes through like once you start getting fuck i i don't know what you start getting to transition uh to female estrogen estrogen like you get like your testosterone levels end up in a similar range yes as 
cis women. And then it goes through these things of like, here are these trans women that have competed in sports. And like, it was like before when they were competing in the men's league, they, you know, fell about average when they transitioned, they were still about average now for the women. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's why like one article, like I need to keep reading and I think we probably maybe don't know as much as we should, but I'm just going to put it out there. It may not just be our ideas of just, Oh, you once had testosterone and well, I just had a thought that I, I just now recognized my own transphobia in what I was saying. My argument is not that different or what I'm, what I'm questioning. Isn't that different from the Christian conservative bullshit position that that dude wanted to put on a dress so that he could mm. go to the bathroom with my daughter. Mm. Right. Like the idea is it just happened. That's really a man. Mm. There's a whole bunch of, I'm this animated <laughs> throwing your mic around. Um, that that's, that's built into what I'm saying that like, if you're, if your transition has started, I do know am I, I'm drunk. <laughs> no, you're my, uh, so I think, this is where things like asking questions, I think, is important because it would be understandable that that would be someone's initial just thought. But then we have to look to science to say, like, is that true or not? Yeah. And then actually and use that. So, you know, this is something we should, like, or, you know, we should keep researching and then like maybe follow up with what, like multiple articles that can talk about this or scientific studies. So um, I'm just saying remain open to the science. And but I think you're at the point where you're you're not doing out of, out of like some belief that this is oh like god made them we, male yes. and female kyle exactly don't fuck with god's plan <laughs> it's adam and eve and we know about their genitals distinctly <laughs> that was in Gen- genitalius i'm trying to make a pun on genesis with genitals fallopians 314 sure <laughs> um yeah yeah I think I'm done. Okay. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff about like, it was hard to find somebody that would be willing to fight him because of transphobia. Like oh. a lot of people said, no, I won't fight him because he's trans and I don't want to lose to a girl was sort of the underlying oh, message there. Um, and then um, that the, the person that he, that he ended up fighting Aguiar uh, said that he learned of Manuel's transition only two days before the fight, but that, that it was okay. It wasn't a problem for him. Quote, for me, it's very respectable. It doesn't change anything for me in the ring. He wants to win and I want to win too. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. I always thought growing up, like hearing never hit a woman or never hit a girl. Right. I was like, I don't, I don't really want to be hit either. (laughs) I, like yeah. this is that assumption that boys are going to just be boys and they're going to wrestle and, and hit each other and girls are delicate. And like, um, so I remember obviously female or presenting female in our society has a whole, I'm very privileged to be male, but that was, there are some of these things that I was like, I don't like getting hit and I don't want to fight anyone. Yeah. I'm very sensitive and emotional. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, do we want to talk about superheroes? Superheroes, superheroes. Okay, I'm nervous about this one. What? You're nervous about every fucking thing nowadays. I know it's kind of. I wish I my could. Thing. I wish I could mute you, but I'm too far away from the soundboard. Kyle, ha! <laughs> I, I now have the, the only say. Oh, I'm getting nervous. I don't like it. Turn it back change on. Change, change it back. Change it back. I mean, I could turn my mic on and okay. still not talk. Yeah, it's true that you, which you've done when you've gotten high <laughs> and just sat quietly and nodded. <laughs> Um, okay, 
I know nothing about superheroes or comic books. Like, I've seen some movies. Oh. My ex-husband was way into them. Why do I think like, you're the, so nerdy then? <clears throat> what? So, like, nerddom, like, your nerd card is more like bingo. Like, you just have to have enough of the spaces covered to be mm. a nerd. So, I've got the computer game thing down, yeah. board, games board games down, Star Trek, yeah. Fantasy, Lord of the Rings, D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I've got, a, I've got more than enough dork points to have my nerd card firmly in hand. Okay. Just comics is not one of this them. This is your... Spaces. Oh, this is interesting because there could be a whole other podcast called Nerdish. Because, like... Just because you know all about this doesn't mean you know everything about comics and superheroes. Right, right. Oh, my God. What if every subculture has their own stereotype that they don't hold up to and this is more applicable to just gay people? What if, Kyle? Nah, that's stupid. Sorry. (laughs) I take that back. That's silly. Um, Okay. So, oh, I should also add that our... Our Patreons, uh, once you contribute to a certain level, are going to get a bonus segment. Bonus. Bone us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even. Um, Bonobos. You, you, you've not heard of that before? <laughs> no. Uh, if you haven't heard it. Uh, this is why all my jokes are funny. Because just. There was an old joke a long before. time ago about like grab your ankles and say bonus. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's You don't have to know the rest of it. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it reminds me of this other old joke um, that there's only a punchline. Oh. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. Yeah. You've said that enough to me that I think I'm wearing thin on the... I don't know that I think that's funny. It's goddamn funny. It's, it's like that's what she said. Like at a certain point... There's just shut up, Kyle. Okay, <laughs> this has been fun. So, if you want to hear us yell at each other for a little bit longer, <laughs> then yep. check out the Patreon levels and you get to hear what no one else hears. Yeah, when we take a break, we'll keep talking like we well, we usually talk well, during like the breaks, we do. But, <laughs> but, but we'll, well, we'll, during you'll... our breaks, we're just silent. <laughs> we just stare at each other <laughs> until we're back on. But no. you'll, you'll get to hear that, and then you'll get to hear we're gonna during our breaks we're gonna talk about some other segment thing to the topic so yeah um okay superheroes i superheroes oh i thought there was more to that song (laughs) what does a superhero mean what's what is a superhero kyle oh our listeners picked it maybe we should have asked them oh i i mean it's comic like superman and stuff it's comic book characters that have capes and do stuff that Okay. Other people can't do. How about Tony Stark and Batman, who don't have any magic powers or mutant powers? They're just really good at technology and have a lot of money. Um, are they still superheroes? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very inclusive word. <laughs> Anyone who really, in their heart, believes that they fit in that category. Oh, Kyle, you're my superhero. <gasps> okay. Well, I don't count. <laughs> I thought of doing something dumb like. Let's do a segment about where all superheroes deep down. And then I was like, that's stupid. I'm going to talk about comic books. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity of, when we're talking about superheroes to tell everyone about my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my personal superhero and oh. not necessarily what you all thought you were getting into. Barf. <laughs> um, okay. Can I tell you about, oh, a couple other things that I thought were cool on uh, the poll. Yeah. That didn't make it were um, polygamy was the second. Polyamory. Polyamory. Fuck. Polyamory. And then another one that was not even close, but I voted for was 2019 resolutions. Oh, New Year's resolutions. Resolutions. 
So I might talk about that anyway. But, okay. Well, I have an idea. Okay. For our 100th episode that's coming up, if people want to send in their ideas for New Year's resolutions, we'll, we'll read them. We'll talk about them. Okay. Cool. Well, not only send in your questions... But also send in your resolutions and your dreams. I think. I oh, think, and your dreams, because the the dream interpretation stuff. People sent in a lot of of them that we didn't get to that I think are still good that we're going to talk about. Okay. So we got we have so much in in store for you. Twenty nineteen is going to be a bing bang boom of a year. Bing bang boom. Yep, I stand by it. Okay, I'm going to start. I want to have triplets and name them that. <laughs> They'll be, they'll all make a cereal together and be on the box. Yeah. Can you imagine if your name was Bing Johnson, <laughs> Bang Johnson, or Boom Johnson? I like Boom the best. Uh, boom would be hot. He'd be the hottest one. Boom Johnson. Yeah. When he was 18, boy, I would boom him. Okay. <laughs> we need to get get onto superheroes. Sorry. No, Sorry. I, well, no, somebody made the mistake of saying that they liked how ADD we are. So I'm, oh, just, I'm not even trying you're to embracing control it. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, don't compliment Mike, everyone. Okay, I'm going to tell you about... Goes right to my dick. <laughs> the history of LGBT characters in comic books. Okay. Um, That's a thing. Yeah. I know it's a thing. I'm, I'm playing dumb. Oh, 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 yes. Why, yes, it is. Sorry, I didn't catch on to... I just thought you were stupid. Okay. Um, so in... Or more of the rules that surrounded it. So in 1954... So things were terrible things weren't great they weren't what i don't know anything about decades like i suck at that what was happening in the 50s mike the red scare that was just uh, mm. senator mccarthy was rooting out communists that had taken over hollywood by calling them in front of the house un-american activities committee and yep. grilling them about their involvement with communist plots yep and then he stamped a big red x on everyone that he deemed to be red yep um and then edward r murrow took him down in a series of radio and television programs. Did he take him down to Boom Johnson? That's yes. going to be my euphemism for sex now. <laughs> Boom Johnson. Okay. <laughs> we should really get into superheroes. Okay. So, 50s. Not great. Uh, especially for gay people. And maybe everyone uh, that wasn't white and evangelical. Okay. The... In 1954, they established the Comics Code of 1954, which is referred to the CCA because that's the Comic Code of America. Of America? Administration? Ad it's the CCA. <laughs> um, so it was a way uh, for the, all the comic produce publishers to... Uh, establish and self-regulate because mm. people are already worried about comic books in general about you know that they may might be too violent or they were going to get shut down or not allowed to be sold so they decided to get together and my guess is they were just like well if we regulate ourselves then we won't have to face government regulation yeah idiot parents when we're talking about your idiot kids <laughs> it's not the video games no it's not the tv it's not the comic books your kid is a terrible person because of you. <laughs> I Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> um, so uh, this, I'm going to tie it all back in. This code was based on an earlier draft of a code that was largely unenforced uh, for comic books uh, created in 1948. And that code 
was modeled loosely after the 1930s Hollywood production code. The Hayes Code? Also known as the Hayes Code. We talked about that. We did. Yeah, we t- that's why I said to bring a background. We talked about that in an episode on X-rated movies. Yeah. And it's episode for and you can go check it out. So, we know the Hayes Code was not great for many. I mean, the Hayes Code for that- movies said things like you can't you can't say that a character is gay and have it be in a positive light. Yeah. And uh, it had to be coded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that why it's called coded? Interesting. The Hayes Code? Yeah. Is that why? No, I mean? like, like if, like, like we said that, uh, uh, what's his name in the Maltese Falcon? Um, that he his the character was was coded gay. Like they never he never did anything gay on film. The, the character wasn't explicitly gay, but they made lots of like hidden jabs that told you that he was gay right like it was his voice it was his mannerisms it was the fact that he was the villain it was the like all right i'll shut up Uh, i think codes are just they're like kind of secret and have to be translated okay um so uh there are lots of really interesting things some of which have nothing to do with gay people what you seem like you want to say something i was trying not to burp oh (laughs) okay well just so you know that looks like you're trying to hold back something you're saying um, but so some of the things that this uh, the comics code said is that you should never create sympathy for the criminal uh, officials like policemen uh, should never be presented in a way to disrespect authority. Uh, good should always triumph over evil. Don't reference physical afflictions or deformities. Sorry, Professor X, you gotta walk or you're yeah. out. <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, so was what was was Professor X created after this was no longer a thing? That's a really interesting question, Mike. You should research that later. Okay, great. <laughs> you should, this is what I'm going to tell you. Every question you ask, I don't know. I'm going to assign to you to research, and we'll see how much you actually do. Okay. I mean, it didn't work in high school, and it's not going to work now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting to some of the gay ones, they, of course, never explicitly said, like, don't show a gay character or like limpress not in this okay um, look at what they're wearing pretty much they're all gay until proven otherwise oh okay this is same uh area of criticism one of the things not gay uh females shall be drawn realistically without exaggeration of any physical qualities yeah yeah that's how we see right. all female superheroes right although to be fair the star trek universe there's a lot of tits, <laughs> but they were they like like you can all find... sizes or n- n- no yes oh, okay all sizes big <laughs> okay <laughs> all large it, sizes both sizes huge and huge enormous <laughs> <laughs> um okay so to the gay stuff uh quote sexual abnormalities are unacceptable which I have to assume they meant gay in the fifties. They should emphasize the sanctity of marriage uh. and <laughs> and sexual pervert quote sexual perversion or any inference of same is strictly forbidden. Okay, wait. So sanctity of marriage at that time they weren't talking about gay marriage. They the, were talking about they like, actually said like divorce should not be uh, treated as desirable. Like mm-hmm. they they were demonizing divorce. Mm-hmm. And single people, man, this is the single and people. And they totally suck. stopped divorce. And divorce never <laughs> happened among straight people again. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, now I see that phrase and think of 
one man and one woman and anti-gay, but who knows if that's what they were trying to mean back then. Hmm. They updated the code in 1971. New things that were allowed, vampires, ghouls, and werewolves. Um, okay. These were originally prohibited. Uh, now they were allowed. Because they were unnatural? Um, uh, because they sucked? I don't know because they were not interesting. <laughs> I um, they were allowed because there was um, historical like literature, like Frankenstein, Dracula, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Like uh, there are literary. There's a literary history of okay. a of of quality. Um, so uh, zombies were not allowed because there was no like significant literary history of them. So, so weird. They just uh, Marvel called them Zuvembies. Zuvembies. They had someone like resurrected from the dead or whatever the fuck, just like Jesus out, and then they called them Zuvembies. Zuvembies. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Just fucking make up yeah. a word. If, if we're in this says, fake universe where literally anything is possible, it's like on Facebook. If we can't say the word gay, we'll just come up with another word. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're still in our weird thing with Facebook where we might not be allowed to advertise there because of gayness but uh, to be fair we're pretty gay that's true but how gay is too gay for the facebook advertising policies i think we whatever it is we're there that's why i'm gonna start a new website called sit on my facebook (laughs) (laughs) it's real gay is it a a a work of literature that's (laughs) gonna be called sit on my face (laughs) yeah okay i like it coming soon to in 2022 um so they weren't even allowed to do anything involving drugs but um stanley was just like no i'm gonna do it anyway he there was this storyline where i think it was spider-man or at least in a spider-man universe a character was on drugs and they said no and even though like it was depicting drugs as bad and to overcome them they did not approve it because of these rules, the CCA rules. Uh, and Stan Lee said, quote, so I didn't even get mad at them. I said, screw it, and just took the code seal off for those three issues. Then we went back to the code again. Wow. Like, there's a little seal that, at that time, you could only, a lot of places would only accept um, comics that had this seal that said they went through the review and, you know, are cool and don't talk about divorce or whatever the fuck. That was so crazy. Yeah. Which so um awesome for Stanley. Um and then God rest his soul. Yes. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's only been dead like six weeks. Oh, so, okay. I mean he he probably still like a little bit looks like himself. Do you think he'll ever come back as a zum zumabee? Zum- Wait, what is it? Zumbies. Zumbies. <laughs> me i forget what it is okay um by the 2000s the new publishers i think okay i didn't realize it was this recent that shit started like being cool but then again all of this is more recent every time i like start looking into it than i expect so by the 2000s new comic book publishers didn't even join this organization maybe the a stands for association comic code association yeah it doesn't matter. It's a group. Um, so new publishers didn't even join. So the stamp uh, stopped being like a deal breaker to getting the comic book sold. And I, my guess is like around that time, you know, when the internet started being a thing and people could just 
post whatever the fuck they want. I think it's stopped. Like that's the, the start of independent people can just do their own shit um, and don't have to be a part of this group to get their shit read. This is so random. I'm sorry. It's kind of a tangent, but like the internet started as this democratizing influence on our culture that anybody could say anything to anybody at any time about any subject. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and it really did make it easy for people to express things that weren't necessarily okay with the patriarchy. Yeah. Okay. With the government. And it's interesting that now net neutrality is a thing because that directly ties to government ability to control what is said. Yeah. Yeah. It was no, that's, I think that's really related because all the, like the rules that I, when I read through it, like, feels like propaganda laws that are like we have to promote this idealist truth justice in the american way yeah main, like mainstream american culture and values which at that time were like just the idea of um uh, which one was it of you you should never show sympathy for criminals like yeah okay well if the black population is over not overwhelmingly over indexed um more than other groups targeted by people and unfairly punished or whatever, then there's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of no one should feel bad for criminals. And now they can't get the real chance that they should have. Like it's uh, it. So it seemed yeah, to yeah. really be, yeah. Like built, like going to the patriarchy into white America, into married religion, even though it didn't say it like, Oh, there was a part of the code that was religious. And I just skipped that. Cause I don't care. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and so I do think that now, especially with the internet, I'm guessing, so a lot of this I'm bringing my own ideas into, which I guess this is my podcast, so fuck off. Um, I'm interested. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's the only reason we keep talking. I think it's because we interest each other. So I guess that's good most of the time. Um, so I think people can now bring new ideas to this arena. And that's why they had to get rid of those codes. And it's like, Oh, maybe not every single criminal is terrible because it's their fault. Maybe divorce isn't their fault. Maybe gay characters can exist. Like, um, I, I heart morally ambiguous antagonists. That's like (laughs) my jam. And the fact that that was explicitly not okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Always triumphs over evil. And, and the criminal will be punished for his misdeeds oh. require also. So th- if there were a comic book about the universe today, it couldn't be published. <laughs> evil runs rampant. Yeah. Okay. So Marvel started doing their own code. Uh, DC. I, I know I'm wading into territory. I don't understand, but from all the things I read, it seemed like Marvel led the pack and DC just followed whatever they did. Oh, is that a, I bet that sounds like something that we will get inadvertent hate mail about. I don't, I'm happy to get hate mail. I want hate mail so bad. Send it to Mike. I said it, but send it to Mike. Address it to Mike, please. I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. It just, all the things were like, so Marvel put together their own code. DC later followed. That's all, all the shit was like, and then DC did it after. Yeah. It's um, like a Star Wars, Star Trek level schism that you're wading into though, right? Like Marvel wait, versus DC, which one is better? Wait, Who, which who's... one? came first between star trek and star wars really no i know you can and the you next think, th- think through this you can do this why would i 
It was. It was. I Star Trek was first. It was on television in the sixties. Why? How would thinking help that? I just don't know that. Yeah, you do. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I really didn't know that. Okay, great. You didn't. You know that. Why? How would I know that? I don't know. Because it's a thing people know. Not this people. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm almost You heard done. it here first. Kyle's not a person. <laughs> I'm just not that people. <laughs> okay. Last line I have. Okay, great. <laughs> and then you can talk and I can bother you. Oh, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> the last comic that was still using this code was Archie. Oh. <laughs> and I think they were like, basically like, we're not, I think the guy... Someone involved with it was like, we're not going to stuff bodies into fridges anyway. So, like, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't matter. So, just a very specific example to give. <laughs> Check that guy's fridge. I'm just going to put that out there. The day after they stopped and Archie <laughs> just turns into a psychopathic just, he killer. Starts killing everyone. <laughs> um, no, so they stopped. So, that effectively stopped the use of the code just because no one was using it. And that was in January 2011. Hmm. Was that and a then no, no, no. Okay, you were actually interested and in that? And then they got a gay character, remember? Oh, I'll tell you more about that. Ooh. Because they actually got a gay character before that. They're not superheroes. Uh, yes, there, there is a gay character that came before that. Not an Archie. Oh, Archie got a... Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought you were alluding to a segment I'm going to do next, but... Okay. Um. Anyway, that's it. Okay, so Batman and Robin are gay, yeah? <laughs> I, I i read that they invented batgirl just to like try to be like no 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 <laughs> they're together batman and batgirl it's cool i think they didn't even think of this shit like you're saying like their outfits are tight and like i i just don't think they knew <laughs> what they were getting themselves into well okay so so your argument is they didn't know that they were being gay. They accidentally wrote them to be gay. Okay. So it's interesting. There's a panel. Uh, if you go to the Wikipedia article for LGBT uh, or homosexuality in the Batman franchise, there's an article on that. Oh, nice. And they have this panel that is is um, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Did you know that Robin's real name is Dick Grayson? I did not. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce Wayne. Oh, I think Robin's gay. But I don't think with Batman. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so, tell me about Dick. There's a panel with Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson waking up in the same bed together. Huh. And it says the, the, the intro says morning and it begins like any other routine morning in the lives of millionaire Bruce Wayne and his ward, Dick Grayson. So there, this happens every day. They wake up in the same bed. That's what that said. Uh, Bruce Wayne says, ah, oh, that was a good sleep. Come on, Dick. A cold shower, a big breakfast. And then Dick says, and then down to the Batcave to repair the Batmobile. I'm way ahead of you. Like, at least at the beginning, in the 50s, they slept in the same bed all the time. Isn't this back when, like, on TV shows, they couldn't even show, like, married couples sleeping in the same bed? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay, so. Is there, like, some kind of historical, like, did men just used to 
sometimes cuddle their friend and that was cool or like i don't know i just by the time the 50s rolled around i mean we had tv and <laughs> i think the 70s was more you could cuddle with anyone you wanted because we were like you're all on drugs wherever you pass out whoever you're cuddling with just like <laughs> that's cool so there's this there's this psychiatrist psychologist psychiatrist psychologist psych guy <laughs> a guy in the field of brain medicine mm-hmm uh, he wrote a book called Seduction of the Innocent in 1954, so the early days of Batman. He said, quote, the Batman type of story, may- oh, sorry, he was arguing why Batman should not be allowed to exist as a thing. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, quote, the Batman type of story may stimulate children to homosexual fantasies of the nature of which mm. they may be unconscious. And only someone ignorant of the fundamentals of psychiatry and of the psychopathology of sex can fail to realize a subtle atmosphere of homoeroticism which pervades the adventures of the mature Batman and his young friend, Robin. So... I love an atmosphere of... What was it? An atmosphere of what? Homoeroticism. I love that. My... Like, I'm going to open a bar called Atmosphere of Homoeroticism or something. Like, that just, that line, I, I know he meant it to be a bad thing, but I'm just, I want to exist in that atmosphere. Yep. And I want to puncture the ozone layer with fossil fuels and just let that homoeroticism leak out into the rest of the world. Yep. Yep. I agree. I get political sometimes. Um, I also, I also think that we should open a bar called the Lavender Scare, which was, that's, that's what they've, they, they've called, uh, the period in the middle of the 1950s about like homosexuality is bad and trying to demonize it as much as possible. Oh, okay. So maybe when they created this in the mid, uh, the, that code in the mid fifties, yeah. maybe they were actually referring to the sanctity of marriage and man and a woman. Could be, except gays weren't, I mean, gays at that point were just like, can we not be considered a mental disorder? It was oh, like that was our number one issue. That's not like can they we weren't get married. Even, okay, but, that's fair. But, 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 um, yeah, extra but, but, um, two buts. Andy Medhurst wrote in 1991 in an essay called "Batman Deviance and Camp" that Batman is interesting to gay audience because quote he was one of the first fictional characters to be attacked on the grounds of his presumed homosexuality. Hmm. Um, he's one of the first. Wow. That's so interesting that like, I, I don't think of, I don't think of Batman as like a representation of gayness or like, uh, I mean, he, he was, yeah. I mean, other characters have been gay or even more explicitly gay in the history of, of things, but it's, it's that this is the first character that in a censorship kind of way, they tried to stop because of his mm. presumed homosexuality or perceived homosexuality. And he's single, like being a single guy in a mansion. Yeah. That must mean you're, if, if a lady doesn't marry you when you're a single rich guy, yeah, handsome, like you must. Yeah. And in that classic Greek model of pederasty has a much, much mm. younger man that mm-hmm. is hanging out with him and looks up to him and blows him. <laughs> looks you know? up to him during blowjobs. <laughs> I now know vaguely what pederasty means because of this podcast. I'm glad that you've learned one thing from me. Kyle. I've learned <laughs> one thing. Yep. Uh, pederasty is the study of feet. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Batman loved Robin's feet. <laughs> also, in the the square, the comic square, right after the one where they wake up in bed, Robin is just licking Batman's feet, and he's like, Batman. 
<laughs> I have to get you clean for the. <laughs> you have a pederasty appointment later. <laughs> you must be clean. Okay. All right. Um. So, do you remember Batman Forever? Uh, was that a movie? Yes. That so that was the '95 movie with George Clooney and no, with Chris O'Donnell. I don't. You don't. Oh, is Chris O'Donnell hot? The hot Robin. Oh, I just remember. I never. I don't think I ever saw that, but I just remember Hot Robin. So there were two movies that had them. It was '95 and '97. Batman Forever, and then Batman and Robin. Uh, the director was gay, hmm. Joel Schumacher, and I missed it at the time. I was late high school, early college for these movies, and I don't remember this being a thing, but apparently it was that there were a lot of homoerotic innuendos in those movies, hmm. and many observers accused the director, because he was gay, of gaying it up. Oh. <laughs> Specifically... <laughs> James Berardinelli, who's a real winner. I, he sounds like an asshole right away. <laughs> Quest, questioned. He said, quote, there's too many random amounts of rubber nipples and camera ankle close-ups <laughs> of the dynamic duo's butts and bat crotches. <laughs> bat crotches? <laughs> okay, never mind. It's going to be called bat crotches. That's the bar. <laughs> bat crotches? <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be it can be next door to atmosphere of homoeroticism oh. and across the street from Lavender Scare. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so Schumacher said, quote, I had no idea that putting nipples on the bat suit and Robin suit were going to spark international headlines. The bodies of the suits come from ancient Greek statues, which display perfect bodies. They are anatomically correct. I remember the nipples. Do you remember the nipples? I remember the bodysuits having nipples and being like, I'm into it and it's scary because I don't know why my feelings are very confusing. Um, I This is interesting following our episode about nipples right. where you remember this and you say that your nipples are like a, a, a boner. Can't inducer. live without them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, watch out for zebras. That's what we remember. Um, I, I mean, they will bite your nipples off. They will literally, <laughs> literally bite your nipples off <laughs> if you live in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. That. I, it feels vaguely familiar, and maybe that's one of the contributing factors to me thinking Robin was hot. So, Hot Robin, played by Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell said. Um, Quote, it wasn't so much the nipples that bothered me, it was the cod piece. The press obviously played it up and made it a big deal, especially with Joel directing. How big of a deal? I didn't think twice about the controversy, but going back and looking at seeing some of the pictures, it was very unusual. Apparently, they just had massive dongs. <laughs> in the, like, I, I don't remember that. I remember no. the nipples, but apparently... I also thought, like, I never... I always picture them just having, like, a metallic like whatever there like it doesn't represent your actual dick size because it's like is yeah but if, it's not like tight like form-fitting right right but like if your codpiece has room for like three normal sized dicks it definitely looks like it's excessive <laughs> my backdoor codpiece has room for three dicks <laughs> no backdoor codpiece is next door to, <laughs> to lavender, lavender scare, scare. So we've got a little group of four. Oh, there. oh, I love it. Um, and then um, last thing that I'll say about Batman and Robin being gay because they're super gay. <laughs> do you think? Wait, do, sorry. Do you think they were intentionally created as coded gay? You asked me that, but I didn't ask you that. That's difficult to answer. I don't know. Just guess. I don't know. I think. Um, so um, they were created by who made them? I I want you to just 
your feeling, your instinct. It's not based on numbers or data or anything. Just what's your instinct tell you? No. Okay. But. Prove it. Give me data. <laughs> they'd been around for a while. Uh-huh. Like, I think that they went gay in the 50s. Mm. Uh, and Batman and Robin had been around longer than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I think they, like, inadvertently were gay and then, like, started to play that up in the future or, like, capitalize on that or whatever. Batman, Robin, Burton, Ernie. Thelma and Louise. Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. Huey Lewis and the news. (laughs) (laughs) Alvin and all the chipmunks. They're not brothers. (laughs) Um, uh, George Clooney in, in... George Clooney joked... Quote, Joel Schumacher told me we never made another Batman film because Batman was gay. Hmm. And he said in 2006, he said in an interview with Barbara Walters that he was playing Batman as gay. Oh. Quote, I was in a rubber suit and I had rubber nipples. I could have played Batman straight, but I made him gay. Hmm. Barbara then asked, George, is Batman gay? To which he responded, No. But I made him gay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I want to watch those movies again and see if and just like jerk off. I mean, I, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't, here's give me some hate mail about this. I don't think George Clooney is a particularly talented actor. Oh, I well. So I'm just interested to see if I can see any indication that he a was actually trying to play Batman as gay, and b what does that mean? I yeah. I think like. It's interesting how care how actors can go like they can almost retcon the like right. the performance or, or and say what they want about how they were playing it. So who knows if that I'm not saying he was lying, you know? But that's not enough. It's not right. enough to play or hint. Um, we've gotten enough of that, and we need it to be stated or like so. We just need it to be obvious and not in a stereotypical like oh they're effeminate acting and all this stuff like we just need we i don't i don't need anyone to say oh no no i was playing him gay or even ryan reynolds like we know deadpool Uh, is bye but that doesn't matter to me because that first at least for the first movie because that did not show up you know like so it it that's not good enough anymore all right i'm gonna pee (laughs) okay okay Okay, do you... Can I talk about my stuff? Yes, talk about your stuff. Okay, my stuff... Boy, it's the, the good stuff. It's the right stuff. It's it's all the stuff. Um, Okay, actually, uh, before talking about uh, actual gay characters in comics, this isn't exactly superheroes, but I've bought one comic book in my life. Really? I don't know if that's true. Maybe when I was a kid, I tried to impress people by caring, but there is a local, to, well, local to us, Seattle uh, comic book person. Uh, Writer? He's a, he's a comic Artist. Artist, yeah. A he, comicer. A comicer. Yeah. Comicor. Um, and he writes about the adventures of four characters in being gay in Capitol Hill, Aww. Seattle, which is where I live. Um, so it's called the Capitol Hill Billies, and it's by Chris Lange. 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 Lang. Lang. Chris Lang. And so I think it's like very much up our alley of humor and like sexual things. Up our alley is going to be the alley <laughs> between <laughs> Lavender 
crusades what was that called lavender scare lavender scare and whichever one we put next to it there's just gonna be up our alley up our alley (laughs) it's it's where you go for like waiting in line and hot dogs and Mm -hmm. hot dogs (laughs) um okay so talking about batman and how it's kind of gay is actually a good forward forward into preface no, I like I, I like pretending that the things you say are just the foreword in the book that I'm telling. <laughs> so okay. you're just the like page or two before Great. that I included so I could put like Mike Johnson said shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh the ambiguously gay duo. Ace and Gary. You remember them? Yes. Tell me what you remember about this cartoon. Um uh so it's Ace and Gary and they they were blue suits and very tight very tight blue suits and they're both jacked mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. but uh one is taller than the other I think Ace is the taller one Oh wow you're getting into specifics and they drive a penis car uh-huh. and um then all of the villains like can't do their villainhood stuff very well because they're all like look how fucking gay they are they are so gay and then they hit each other on the ass and yeah. I remember them. Uh, I, I remember seeing this growing up um, on SNL, um, and That's Saturday Night Live for the uninitiated. <laughs> okay, not ever. I don't think any everyone knows when Star Trek started. I think everyone knows what SNL means. Oh, but we're international, so maybe it doesn't get to other countries. I shouldn't make this assumption. A sketch Anywho. comedy show on American television. Oh my god, this is gonna take forever if we like give background on all the things. A costume <laughs> is an item you know. Um yeah, so it was on uh SNL's Saturday TV Funhouse, which mocked sa- actual Saturday morning cartoons. Um yeah. and yeah, the they were just like the name of this sounds like the thing I most distinctly remember is like one would fly through the air and the other would ride him. Yeah. Like you know. Just yeah. picture it and yeah, and yeah, it's what you think. They did this thing where like they would grab each other's ankles in like 69, but then they would like roll like a boulder and knock people down. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's, um, I didn't remember this. Ace is played by Stephen Colbert or voiced by Stephen Colbert. Okay. Gary's voiced by Steve Carell. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's essentially making fun of Batman. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, taking yeah. those things that, I mean, it sounds like we both think they were inadvertently put in there at first um, and calling them out by having this duo that doesn't realize what they're doing is gay. And everyone else is like, dude, like that's including the villains like that's gay. Um, What do you think about those cartoons? Are they good or bad for LGBT people? Like, are they making fun of us or are we can we laugh with that? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I think. I think. If I remember correctly, Ace and Gary never confirm or deny their own sexuality. I didn't. So, it's. I didn't necessarily pour. Th- I remember being very turned on as, <laughs> as or as turned on as a child. They were hot. Or, they were. I mean, I already thought like, you know, I thought Robin was hot. Like I thought they were hot, and I didn't get why them riding on their penis car, or getting on top of each other to fly through the air was anyway I was very I was very interested in this part of SNL anyway but yes I, but but I think part of the shtick was we don't actually know it's the mm-hmm. tendency of all of the villains are looking at them and are distracted by 
do they know how gay they are being mm-hmm. without them actually being gay or not? And when mm-hmm. I look at it through that lens, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Even now that I'm out and gay and proud, I think it's still hilarious. Are but you I haven't... proud? Yeah. Like of yourself? Of your, uh, yourself as a person? A couple of times I've <laughs> taken it and been real proud. <laughs> I, thank God I made it through that. Um, no, but, yeah, like, I, I, I think... I would like to watch them again. I, it would yeah. be worth watching them again to see if any of my feelings have changed or how well it's aged because a lot yeah. of stuff does not a age lo- well. I agree. And that was actually my initial thought of, ah, shit, like this was actually really homophobic that they were doing these things that were coded gay and everyone was like, Jesus, they're gay. Like, But the more I thought about it, it was like, the, it was like who's the butt of the joke? Like the... <laughs> the bottom (laughs) (laughs) that worked on we've never had a joke that worked on two or more levels (laughs) i think we're just pretty much one dimensional but that worked on two levels i love that okay (laughs) so imagine what's going to be hidden behind that patreon content (laughs) um okay um i i the butt of the joke is not gay people the butt of the joke is the innuendos contained in Batman and Robin and they're making mm. fun of that. So I like, it's not gay people that they're making fun of. And I didn't even think about what I think what you said is the same argument of like, they're not saying they're gay or straight. It's that people are so distracted by that or can't even get over that. Or that they have to know. Yeah. Like, like part of yeah. part of the joke there is just society's intense desire to know. Yeah. When it's none of your goddamn business. Yeah. Um, and and shouldn't affect things that like if you have an evil plan to destroy the world, what does it matter if these two dudes are gay? Right. So yeah, I, I also agree that I should go back and look. I was trying to um just like read through the summary of one episode just to like get a sense of, you know, what, what was the context? What were they doing? What were things that, um, and I couldn't, even though I couldn't find that I did find something that I really liked on the big cartoon database, okay. which is a website. Um, I looked up, I looked at the scan at the episode. They have like 15 or 20 and I picked uh, the episode, a hard one to swallow <laughs> because yeah, you know, <laughs> I, it's me, Kyle. Um, and they didn't actually have a video there, which I was looking for. So I, but I got a lot of great gems. Like they had all these different sections and it was like, I have a lot of great pearls, a, like, very gr- good pearls <laughs> flying Necklace everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, a hard one to swallow has not received enough votes to be rated. Um, do you love a hard one to swallow? <laughs> Sorry, we do not have a video of a hard one to swallow. <laughs> How many dicks up would you give it? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. I'd give it three hard ones to swallow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting that some of those can uh, maybe one of the reasons it aged okay from what I can think of is because it's not making fun of gay people. the The butt of the joke is not oh, they're gay, which is what current comedians are getting in trouble for of like, if the root of your joke is just they're two gay people, that's not funny. And that's just demonizing us. Yeah. So Yeah. Stop taking our shit. Yeah. Stop <laughs> taking our shit. And that's our job. Stop. Gay. Ha ha ha. 
Stop taking our shit? Stop taking our shit. Oh, stealing our... Okay, stealing our jokes. We're gay. Gay. We can be gay and funny. <laughs> you have to keep being You straight. have to try harder. You have to try... <laughs> how hard? <laughs> okay. What do you got? Oh, I did have... <laughs> Did you forget that you also do things? <laughs> I'm on this podcast too. Great. Okay. Um, so I was going to talk about some of my f- favorite uh, gay characters and hmm. romances and stuff. And um, I'm not going to do that now. Okay. There'll be time <clears throat> actually during the break conversation we have. Okay. Because I'm going to talk more about the first LGBT character and other LGBT characters. So you'll have time to weigh in on your favorite one. Okay. In which case, different tack then. Okay. What are your favorite superpowers? Oh boy! Like, do you watch? How how avid of a fan are you? How much? How much like superhero type um, content have you put in your hole? <laughs> I have the your eye holes. The, okay, <laughs> I have the superpower of being able to to. What's the superpower of like retracting very quickly? <laughs> Because, like, that's, like, legitimately... Okay, I've talked a lot about my tiny butthole, mm-hmm. but people are surprised. Like, if it if it hangs out just for, like, even 30 minutes, you're like, how do you... How are you not... We have to go... We have to start at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. So, quick retraction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Storm had that, too. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> um, a quick retraction. This podcast has that because most of this should be retracted. <laughs> okay. Um, I very surface level. I've seen like the X-Men movies and thought they were really good. Um, I am attracted to Gambit. I, I played, Oh, there was an X-Men video game growing up. That was really good. Yeah. You could pick a different character and like, including like beast and he could hang onto the wall, like the ceiling. Do you remember that? No, no, okay. no, no. What, I, but, what platform was it on? Do you, you remember? Know, it was, um, so like video game, like where you had a cartridge and you played it. Sega, I don't remember. Nintendo, uh, we were a Nintendo family. Nintendo. Okay. We didn't have any Segas. Okay. Um, so like probably like Nintendo or N64 or something like that. My question was, what's your favorite superpower? Oh, wait, no, you asked me how involved and to my credit. Right. Yeah. Um, I gave you enough time to answer that. You failed. (laughs) Back to the original question. (laughs) I think I did okay. I think I passed. Um, I don't think I have one. I don't know. I always think people that can float shit. I feel like that's kind of... Telekinesis? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like that's kind of the, like, overwhelming, like, you can kind of do a lot, like, a whole lot of shit... When you have that, or actually, like controlling someone else's mind. Okay. Is what's that tele? What's that one called? Telepathy, but that's not. That's just reading somebody else's mind, controlling oh. them. Mind control. It's mind control. Oh, yeah, I mean, like that's yeah. interesting. Okay, so I, I was, I was hoping that a couple of these things would come up. I definitely have sexual feelings about some superpowers oh okay like recurring masturbatory fantasies about superpowers to and I, currently what, yeah okay i read a lot of erotic fiction and a lot of it has like got sci-fi fantasy overtones to it anyway mind control is this weird like it's a consent problem yeah right yeah yeah like that is if you mind control somebody into banging you, that's fucking rape. Yeah. Right? See Jessica Jones on Netflix. Oh, I love Jessica Jones on Netflix. So that's something I'll say. But yeah, like that that thing happens where he 
controls her and makes her be with him and and then it's like the story of an ex-lover that abused her and in the first season right yeah 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 that's so horrible but it's it's weird that like so the mind control thing is something you enjoy but like it wouldn't be something in real life that like because of the huge issues with it there's a distinction what i'm trying to get at and not doing a good job of bridging the gap between sexuality and everything is <laughs> is like there are things you can be interested in there are fantasies that are sometimes fun to think about but in reality might be terrible and i don't know if that's okay yeah yeah i don't know do you like i guess do you feel weird about that so mind control is not at the top of my list i just definitely oh. have had like oh, okay. I've, I've definitely thought about that yeah. and what's at the top of your list uh okay um that toad with a really long tongue uh, uh like <laughs> shape-shifting like being able to like become oh. somebody else to wear somebody else's facade yeah is is really compelling to me what's the like, like what's the fantasy then involved in like how does that play out um do you want to get you don't have to get into this yeah that's great okay that's gayish right that's gayish uh, um <laughs> you're feeling uncomfortable so we're gonna dive in like um i'm sort of sexually attracted to extremes anyway like crazy tall people or like like mm. really short people or mm. like super jacked or really wayfish like i i like all about extreme giant dicks like i'm yeah. i there's a thing there yeah 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 and um so there's this this common fantasy or thought about like showing up at fetish night at cc's in different extreme forms hmm. to see how people react to that hmm. and the ones that always come to mind like freakishly tall like mm-hmm. i have this one where i like i show up and i'm like seven feet tall and i try to imagine what it would be like to like tower over everybody by that much mm-hmm. and like how exposing that must feel mm. but in a a way that like the attention would be fun yeah and and but then other variations on that same kind of thing like oh what if i what if i could be a a four foot eleven bodybuilder that would be kind of fun huh. like yeah where do you think those come from deep insecurities about not liking who i am so i want to be someone different so that i can be wanted i mean that's what i assumed but i didn't <laughs> want to be i didn't want to be the one to say it yeah yeah do you really think that's it? Like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I'm fucked up. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable uh, owning it. Oh. Also, also, <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. Fantastic. Is he the the one kid stretch? The rubber guy. I find that really hot. I mean, what part about it? <laughs> Is it that his anus just can be a whatever you you can just like. Fuck them like you can fuck an eraser. Yeah. Hmm. Or <laughs> or Gumby. Or yeah. <laughs> or like get a really really good hug because he can put his arms around you like eight times. Okay, I was talking about having sex with Gumby, and you just made it <laughs> sweet by saying he would hug you more than once. That's adorable. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting that like. Or one where I could eat people. That's vor. That's a whole thing. It, but like, okay, I, you've mentioned that before. I don't totally get it. It's a literal consumption of a person as an expression of sexual desire for them. Um, 
And why? What? Like, what about eating a person? Do you eat? Do you cook I don't them? Know. It do you eat them in pieces? Do you eat them whole? Um, you, are well, you the eater or the eaty? I want to be clear. Uh-huh. I, I because I'm feeling very vulnerable right now that this is not a common thing, mm. and it used to be uh, much more common. So, mm. like, it's not something that I've thought for about you. really for me for yeah. a really long time. Mm. But the the couple of times that I had thought about it, it was a shape shifty kind of a fantasy where mm. I like would turn into a l- large animal and eat someone. Mm. Um, and it was about power and dominance and destruction and consumption. Oh. And, I mean, um, I was with you until consumption, power dominance. Like I can see those, and then you get to the consumption. I'm like, well, okay, I can like I, I can I can start to almost understand it when you describe it like that. Okay, huh? I don't really get it either. It's kind of weird. It, I mean, it, <laughs> you don't, it yeah. did it for me the the times that I yeah that popped up. Yeah, like, hey everyone, try eating someone. It's a, <laughs> just see if it does it for you. Invisibility. Mm. To be able to turn invisible and like follow somebody around and see mm. what they do in their private life and watch them get naked and like watch who they fuck. Like mm. I have a very strong voyeuristic streak anyway, and that is like the ultimate voyeur's journey. Dream right? Dream Dream power, power. is yeah. Huh. Um have you ever thought about that? I guess so, yeah. You, look, you keep looking at me in a very supportive and understanding kind of way, <laughs> but that says Either Mike, you're fucked up, or Mike, you this this is not connecting with me at all. I'm having a hard time understanding. It's not that uh, you're. I don't think you're fucked up. I support you. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I support all of these types of things. I guess yeah. Like that has never been my. I think the only times I've dreamt, dreamt like thought about in a sexual way, anything that could be close to like a mutant power kind of thing is mm-hmm. yeah. Like being someone else, like maybe the sh- shape shifting thing. And, and usually it's like being a woman or being someone else that's hot or um, yeah. There's this one where I go back in time to my fraternity house oh. and I turn into the chick that they want to bang. Oh damn. That's sexy. Yeah. 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 I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, I, I, I think I've had like comics don't and superheroes, didn't happen to me in that way. They happened to me in that I saw them and were like, they have tight clothes and I can see their bodies and that's hot. But that's kind of the end of it for me. Okay. Okay. One last thing. Okay. Do you think mutants are an allegory for gay people? Yes. Great. Good segment. Next. All right. <laughs> Let's take it. No. Um, I think for me, I think this is something that was not intentional and seeing that, comics code that they put into place says that I like, I do not think they were intending for mutants to represent sexual minorities. Mm. I don't, I, in fact, I think they were trying to actively steer away from that. So a variation on your question. Yeah. Is it gay people specifically, or do they just represent marginalized people regardless of what stripe? Well, uh, great point. I think there are, um, yes, they definitely represent, marginalized people (laughs) um i have to throw you a bone a metaphorical bone every now and then um i'll turn into a rabbit and eat it two rabbits never mind we're not gonna overanalyze this (laughs) all right um but there are some specific things that speak to lgbt people so i'll tell you a few of them because you know i i feel like they do connect with lgbt people in a very specific way that they may not with other marginalized groups 
And reading this list, there are even things I didn't think of. So this is from a comicsalliance.com article by Andrew Wheeler, which is from 2014. It's a three-part series. I'm not going to... Don't worry. Okay, so some of the things you can be a mutant born to non-mutant parents. So your family is not necessarily in the same marginalized community as you are. They have to come out to your family as being a mutant. And yeah. like, and that can go really poorly. You, like you kind of find it out. You have to figure it out your own. No son of mine is going to be a mutant. And then you get kicked out. Like this is, I mean, so of the things I've seen, I know superhero buffs will scoff at this. Like, so in the first X-Men movie, it's mm-hmm. my reference base. Like rogue finds it out through kissing a boy. Like oh, yeah. it's a, a, a sexual interaction that makes her figure it out. And then she leaves home. So uh, being homeless or leaving home, uh, finding other people at university or like, or school, which is the author mentioned like, okay, like that's where I first learned that there are other gay people. And I think in the past has been like, once you start going to either another city different than yours or, you know, going to college, that's where you find other gay people. Yeah. There are, uh, you start to form your own family. Storm apparently refers to the other X-Men as her brothers and sisters. So it's kind of that chosen family. And it also has specific references to voguing, which of course was African-American queer people started the uh, voguing and, and they used to belong to houses and also take on new four names which is the opposite of a surname. Okay. I didn't know that. Anyway, they take on new names. Mm -hmm. They belong to a house or a group and they wear like these new lavish outfits. Like a lot of that can be seen with the drag queens in, in voguing. And, uh, what else? Society doesn't like them. Government tries to crack down on them. That one X-Men movie, I figure which, I I forget which one it is. There was the whole like recruiting thing there was that substance that could make a person who wasn't a mutant into a mutant oh yeah yeah there was the like that was in the first x-men movie where they like gave that dude the whatever serum to try to turn him into a mutant and he just turned into a blob it didn't work (laughs) it didn't work sorry spoiler spoiler alert yeah he turned into a blob yeah (laughs) yeah i i think like we said before i think (gasps) what they tried to make him gay and it didn't work because you can't change a person's sexual orientation. I can't be changed. I can't be tamed. That's Miley Cyrus. One of her better songs. Anyway, I think this is another thing that accidentally happened through the creation of this. And then they kind of leaned on and, and played up later when they were like, oh, fuck, those people like that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think nerds are kind of marginalized anyway, gay or not. Yeah. And I yeah. think that they're more accepting of gay people than non-nerds. Like, I, I I think about, like, my lunch table in high school was all, like, dorks and gays, and mm-hmm. some of us have turned out to be both. Um, <laughs> you think people are more accepting of gay people than nerds? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. I think that nerds are already sort of marginalized on the outside and tend to be smarter mm-hmm. and are less likely to reject people because of their sexual orientation. Oh. Like, they have a bigger tent. Mm, gotcha. So like there was already people creating these were nerds and writers and artists and whatever. And they already felt like they were on the outskirts of society. And so it's natural that it fed into another group that was similar to that. Like 
yeah. LGBT people. I, that... so, I sound smart when you say it. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yes, yes or no? Okay, great. Now do we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break that chain with your super strength. <laughs> Turned on now. <laughs> Are are we back? <laughs> Wait, is that how we're doing? Okay, I don't know. yeah, we're we can be back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Do you know your gays and straightest? Yeah, I do. We're gonna do our gays and straightest, but first, but first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our all the social media is at gayishpodcast, including Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And you can join our group at facebook.com slash group slash gayish podcast. Although we're kind of angry at Facebook right now, so I don't know. If we're... Anyway. Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. <laughs> you can leave us a text message or voicemail. Look, send us a text message. Leave us a voicemail. Fuck my ass. 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And as we've beat you over the head with this episode... We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Yeah. So Put your money where your mouth is, bitches. <laughs> Put your money where your ears are? Put your money where my mouth is. <laughs> Take the money from your ears <laughs> and put it into our <laughs> mouths. No, but if if people do that, you're awesome. But, you know, uh, there are always free ways to support us, which are telling a friend or rating and reviewing. Uh, and and just by just by listening, you have changed the course of history, probably. Um, hundredth episode coming up. Oh my god, we're gonna it's be the, literally the next one. A hundred episodes. Yes, next episode we're gonna be drunk. We're gonna be drunk. <laughs> it's the new year, drunker than usual. <laughs> um, and apparently we want your questions. Yes, but also your dreams and yes. your goals. Your dreams and your dreams. We also had people like people have sent in sent in things that they're just like this is for your hundredth episode. Great job, guys! Oh, like that's oh. not a question. That's not yeah. But thank you. But thank yeah. So if you want to just send in a send in all the things. Send send in stuff to to our inbox. Yep. Uh, there's time between now and when this airs for me to say whether you should include this or not. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll cut this, maybe you won't, or maybe I'll tell you yes or no, whatever. Okay. We're gonna live stream. Our hundredth episode. Oh, so people can play along if they want to, but <laughs> which we'll have to tell them that you can't because don't do it. Nobody should do what we're gonna do. Oh, we're but we haven't even told them what we're gonna do. Right? Are we gonna do that? Really? I don't know. Drinking, but we're gonna live stream the hundredth. I think that's a good idea. Okay, great. All right. Well, we're we're live streaming, so look out in the Facebook page and group and Twitter and stuff for how to find that. Because we haven't, clearly haven't figured out the details of it, given I didn't really... But no, I like that idea. I think, yeah. And then whichever way we choose, then people can like kind of participate and ask questions there or you know, make comments in real time, which I always get distracted. Uh, you'll have to do that because I always get distracted when... Chris Bowl is moderating. Oh, we're going to have like help from assistants. From the wine episode, Chris Bola is going to ask the questions and relay to it's- us your messages and... Fucking Dan is going to pour the beers. It's going to be great. Oh, wow. This is a whole like shindig. Yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. I've just felt mediocre before. I'm now so I'm excited. excited. I'm so, you're just, you, I, <laughs> you're like Jesse and Saved by the Bell. 
I'm so <laughs> excited and I'm so scared. <laughs> Should we do our gays and straightest? <laughs> Let's do our gays and straightest. Um, I was about to say, but first, that's because, um, okay, I'll go first. Okay. My gayest thing is I have been avoiding going to my doctor. Oh. Uh, which I feel this goes to the your brain doctor, your butt doctor, your other everything else doctor. Um. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the above. Wait, did I say gayest or straightest? Gayest. Yeah, that's not it. I wrote down two straight things. Okay. Well, I'm doing two straight things then. Okay. Um, my straightest Which and my straightest is the gayest thing of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing two straightest. <laughs> oh, my dream gayest. Um. I wrote, I don't know why I wrote next to gayest. Uh, there's a straight stereotype. Like straight guys are just too tough to like ever go to the doctor. Yeah. Like I needed to see a doctor about like a specific, like uh, issue I had with my leg. And by mm-hmm. the end I was like, I feel mostly feel better. So it's fine. So I just stopped. <laughs> and yeah, I haven't gone back to my like regular doctor and I've, I've been good about my, like I've scheduled my therapy. I've scheduled my med medicine doctor the one that gives me the pills. Mm -hmm. So that's one straight thing about me. Mm -hmm. Another straight thing about me Mm -hmm. is just recently my uh, boyfriend, Jack, Jack, you may may know him as Jack, my boyfriend. Um, He helped me buy jeans. And I feel like your boyfriend or your, your person like helping you shop is something that like straight dudes are like, Oh, like, yeah, my girlfriend got me these. And I just like, I don't know. I'm put them on. That's fine. So yeah, I, they're, I really like them. I'll wear them sometime. Wow. Yeah. You already own jeans. Oh, no. I threw a pair of jeans that I did throw away. My only like pair of blue jeans I did throw away because you and I have the same problem of the crotch always gets torn out. Pro- mm. I mean, mine is probably like my thighs just there's friction in my crotch that one can't deny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just and I actually wore them long after I should have. And by the time I was like, you might be able to start seeing this hole from the I just yeah. yeah I definitely wear them with holes in my crotch yep. uh, hoping that just nobody is looking up in my taint <laughs> well like that happens all the time like if I threw away any pair of jeans when they started to get a hole in the crotch yeah at some point you got to embrace the hole yeah um what about you <laughs> <clears throat> uh so the straightest thing about me this week I, I saw a meme go by my Facebook I think it was Facebook thread doesn't mm-hmm. matter feed mm-hmm. Facebook wall feed. No, feet. wall. Oh, Mike. That's my space. No, wall was back in the back in the day. You had a wall. Okay, great. Anyway, anyway, there was this meme that went by it, and it was like a whole bunch of people, and it said "fuck Mary kill" and all of them, and I was like, I don't know any of these people. I mm-hmm. have no opinions. I'm not participating. <laughs> um, they're all the people from RuPaul's Drag Race this oh. season, <laughs> <laughs> just not in drag in, yeah. with their names under and like just. I had no zero clue yeah. whatsoever. I would be the same. I, yeah, I don't watch. Although uh, when I was in San Francisco, I went to this bar and I was like, why the fuck is it so goddamn crowded here? So then I kept going the next bar fucking crowded as fuck. The next bar also very crowded, but there's a seat at the bar. So I went in there and I sat at the bar. RuPaul's Drag Race was on. They were all watching it. As soon as it was over, Ghost Town. Everybody left. (laughs) I went back to the bar that I started at. Ghost Town. Nobody was there. So, like, RuPaul, apparently, in San Francisco, anyway, can almost fill three bars of queers. (laughs) But just for, like, an hour. Until it's over. And then we all are like, all right. Uh, And the gayest thing about me this week was uh, last night, um, Derek, our friend 
Derek the Mormon came over and uh, he wanted to buy my sh- borrow my shiny pants and my heels oh. for a go-go routine that he's doing and it was just <laughs> this just i think lending clothes to each other especially when they're sparkly yeah is... oh like hey i saw those shiny pants you had can i borrow those yes <laughs> that's hilarious yeah those are good pants i like those thank you yeah my ass is gigantic in them <laughs> um that's it this has been gayish a special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to all of the superheroes that listen to our podcast. <laughs> no, that's too dumb. I'm not, uh, and thank you to Gambit for being the object of my sexual fantasies from 1994 to present. Thank you to George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell for your rubber nipples. For your nipples. On your suits. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. And thank you to our Patreon people. Oh, right. Thank you for subscribing. Yeah, we appreciate you. Subscribing? Paying us. Thank you for paying us. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for Pressing your patronage. the pay bun- <laughs> money button. <laughs> Great. <I'm doing laughs> this has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Happy New Year. Oh, and it's New Year. and Happy almost 2019. Fly into the sky. Like a pie, S- you guy. We'll only say goodbye. Hey, goodbye. And by the way, <laughs> do you hear what your words bring? Oh.